Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is Wolves Weekly, Match Day Live Extra with MyDieselClaim.com. Column three, Wolves two, the result from Craven Cottage. Two dubious penalties awarded to the home side. Wolves had a penalty of their own, dispatched by He Chan Wang. Mateus Cunha got on the score sheet once more after excellent work from Jean Rick Nabelgaard in a game that saw He Chan Wang hit the crossbar in the first half and also Lupa Volley just onto the roof of the netting in the dying moments as Wolves pressed to try and get themselves an equaliser. But two William penalties added to an early strike for Alex Awobi, gifting the home side all three points. And Wolves' first defeat against Fulham since returning to the Premier League in 2018. I'm Mikey Burrows, Andy Thompson. Watch this one alongside me. And in truth, Tomo, a bit frustrating really because we thought Wolves edged it first half. The possession and the shot stats suggested otherwise but it it felt like Wolves had got into good areas and not pulled the trigger whereas second half maybe they weren't quite as strong yeah I, I just think that it was just a, a game full of uh, decisions that we did we were well we were making the wrong decisions in this sec in, in throughout the game um, two decisions in our own penalty area letting Fulham have free running at times, getting down that left-hand side for Fulham caused us all sorts of problems with not tracking uh, the runner. <laughs> it's disappointing. I said to you, you've got yourself a point, you hold on to it. And you don't have a touch in your own penalty. That's, as I said during the, uh, the show, four times this year we've had four penalties given against us and it's ended up with us having a touch of the ball first and then dangling the foot. You can't afford to be doing it. You should be just getting rid of the ball straight away. There's, it's come from when they've had a set play or they've had a corner. Um, and we, It's just self-inflicting. So look, it's just that we've had times to break on Fulham and just that little bit of care has let us down. Decision-making, again, has just let us down. 
and like, like I say, all the players are going to be disappointed like everybody else there is. But we're a good team. But at times you look at it and you're thinking, we're not. We need to do better. We need to be more consistent. We need to be harder to beat. And, yeah. that, and that's the problem that we've got. It, it's summed up in some respects by that first goal, wasn't it? Whereby Fulham make a nice little neat move down the left-hand side, but um, you point the finger at Jean-Rick Nabelgar, who doesn't go with the run no. of Robinson, and Robinson's able to square it in field, and Awobi doesn't actually make the, the full contact he was intending to, and that rather wrong foot's Jose Sarr, but the fact that Awobi was unmarked in the penalty well, area... He didn't, he didn't need to have contact. He was that close to the goal. All he's got to do is get some contact on it and that's what he did and he went straight between Saar's legs but you can't afford to let runners just keep running past you and then having time and space to pick out the pass to, to cause a problem and it's happened numerous times especially down the left hand side for Fulham um, and you can't afford to do it at this level you cannot afford to do it so Awobi had given Everton the lead Wolves got themselves back level uh, they they kind of suckered Fulham in to a press and then beat it and it, we said in the commentary that they took a gamble and it ended up with Semedo having space to run forwards and he actually pointed to Belgar where he wanted him gave it to him and Belgar then beat Robinson hung across to the far post and Cunha actually with a very good header into the far corner yeah it was great play by Belgar down this right hand side so look he's got Robinson twisting and turning but it was the way that he just uh, dug his cross out and picked it to the back post and look and Kunar had nowhere else to put the ball to score it was a great header from him so but yeah look it was a very good goal from us it was a good goal uh, and created and gets ourselves back into it and you're just hoping that it gives us uh, a bit more of a, a chance of going forward um, and thinking well we can get someone out of this game we've got ourselves back into it now we can build on this but we, we just let we just let Fulham have just too much time and space for me. Well, in that first half, he Shannon had already hit the crossbar through from a brilliant through ball actually by Mario Lamina. Then there were a couple of moments. There was one where Matt Doherty had come on for the injured Rainate Nori, who looked like he'd rolled his ankle in an innocuous challenge on the far yeah, side. Yeah, hope we, he's all right. Yeah, we hope he is okay moving forwards. He did walk off the field, but it was. Uh, Doherty had a chance maybe to shoot and tried to pull it back. There was another one where He Chen Wang maybe could have shot and again tried to pull the ball back and ended up getting a corner. And Mario Lamina stole the ball from the goalkeeper, forced a bit wide, couldn't quite pull it back to Matt Doherty. It felt like Wolves were having a lot of opportunities. Totti had another one where again maybe an extra touch and tried to cross it rather than just shoot for the bottom corner. And you felt like, okay, Wolves are getting to good areas, they're asking problems. But second half, we didn't see enough of Belgar. He was replaced fairly early, actually, just after the 2-1 the that saw Sasha Kalajic come onto the field. Um, and really, it was one of those evenings, Tomo, where, listen, you give um, Gary O'Neill plenty of praise for his substitutions against Tottenham. Tonight, it felt like the substitutions didn't really have the impact that he wanted them to do. No, they, they didn't. And, and look, say, he'll, he'll be disappointed with the way that it went about it. You're putting a six-foot-seven striker on up the middle, and we never really hit the ball long or try to pick him out for to get the drops um, and the knockdowns. Um, and it's just like just watching it, and just like you're thinking about the decisions. Was it the right decision to bring him on instead of Sarabia after what he did against Tottenham? Who knows? Because we didn't really utilise him at all when when the game was going on. 
by putting that ball up to him and then, uh, and then again causing a problem for them we just made it a little bit easier for them at the back as well and we had an opportunity to pin them back and we didn't uh, lots of you getting in touch and there's a lot of people angry about VAR Jan says it's clearly in charge of our season now uh, Rob agrees with you Thomas says the Sasha substitute was wrong when playing counter-attack John says Samedo gets a touch VAR doesn't bring the ref over Gomez gets a touch VAR gets the ref over where's the consistency also where in the rules can you headbutt someone and get a yellow that re refers to the Carlos Vinicius instant with Maximilian Kilman. well we've we've had red cards for less than that <laughs> so like it's other uh, again ne yeah Neil uh, questioning why Hugo Breno didn't come on rather than Matt Doherty to play at left wing back um, then uh, say some of these messages have some rather fruity language about VAR so yeah. I'm kind of trying to uh, sub it as we go through here uh, Rob saying performance was poor but the VAR decisions were even worse Darren says Wilson engineered the penalty Kilman shrugged off a head in the face who could have engineered a red um, then uh, one says here two very iffy penalties at least one red for the headbutt and Ream should have been off with a second yellow for his foul on Huang it is borderline scandalous. Uh, one says, we were poor tonight, but possibly the worst of all refereeing performances this season. And that's a high bar. Uh, Sue from Willenall says, Tomo's right. We shouldn't put ourselves into a position where the ref and VAR need to make a decision. Gutted about Lamina. We play better when he is in midfield. Santino, though, says both were penalties. First one, no debate. Second one, more so, but was contact. Semedo was a liability and Doherty being on was like 10 men. I uh, didn't like the fact that Belgard went off, did Santino. Um, and Dean says, whilst I don't think we played that well, it's just gutting to lose it on two penalties that just aren't penalties. It can't be a coincidence anymore. Too many are being given against us. I mean, how many times did they look at the first one just to decide to agree? But with the penalty decision, we're allowing the officials to make a decision. We're allowing it. If, if we just get rid of the ball when it first comes to us, there's no, there's no dispute in what's going on, but we're having a touch in our own penalty area and, we, and, we, and we're giving the referee and VAR opportunities to <laughs> award a penalty. And like, and sometimes we just create our own problems. Yeah, and look, I, I'm seeing more and more replays that people are posting to us about the Semedo one. Look, the, se the second one, the Xiao Gomez one, my initial thought, I thought penalty, and I thought we'd got away with it. Unfortunately, VAR then intervened, and Tomo said at the moment, when they go and look at the screen, you know that they're going to overturn it and give the penalty. What is frustrating is that the angle that people are sending to us, and Tomo can see it on my screen in front of me, is a low camera angle that the broadcaster showed yeah. immediately after the VAR the first one had, had done its work. And, but the VAR focused on a higher angle from behind Tom Kearney, who was the player fouled by Nelson Semedo, where you couldn't see the touch on the ball. No. And yet we'd seen an angle immediately before that and then subsequently after that that showed there was a touch there. And that's why there's the hard feeling that why weren't they shown in both instances? If you're shown in one, surely you have to be shown in the other to go and check on it. Yeah, I, I don't understand. The first one that I saw... Um, you could see that he's, he's got a minimal contact on the ball, Samedo. But then for some reason, they just kept showing you the reverse one where the Fulham player was in front of the camera 
and you couldn't see the angle of Samaida. All you saw was the challenge. You never saw the, that from that angle about the touch like that. And the talk about look, they're having a look at all different angles. He was, he was definitely that was the one that he was only going to look at in the end because he kept repeating it after uh, after time, and that was the only one that he looked at. But I think that was the hardest angle to not give not give the penalty. And the sell like it makes you think: Is he looking at that because he wants to award the penalty? Yeah, Adrian says again: If not clear and obvious, to send the ref to the monitor to review the first one. How is it the second one clear and obvious? Andy says Samedo gets a touch on the ball, watch the ball and you see it stop as he touches it. I'm as frustrated as Tomo is when his tanning salon closes for refurbishment without notice. <laughs> uh, one says VR aside, we weren't good enough tonight. Attack was disconnected from the midfield and we didn't track their runners all night. And uh, plenty of other people complaining about uh, the officials once more. Uh, again, Steve saying, let's be honest, we didn't really play well. Fulham didn't do enough to win it. And the two penalties were dubious at best, should have got a point. There was quite an even game because I was looking at the stats on the screen uh, over, over to my left and all the stats we had six, six attempts on goal each uh, on target. Um, the only thing that favoured Fulham was they had 60-40% of the possession uh, in the end. But there wasn't much in it with everything else and... Probably a draw was a fair result, but again, we've just left ourselves open to allow them to give a decision on, on something that they shouldn't have been able to do anyway. Yeah, well, there you go. I think the uh, majority of the messages coming in tonight um, kind of agree with Tomo's assessment that whether you uh, feel that the penalties awarded against us were dubious or not, Wolves weren't really at their best or, or anywhere near no. it for, for large periods of the game but when you feel like you've got a point and you're going to get away with it the one question i would ask you tomo is bringing tommy doyle on uh, as an extra midfielder and taking off Mateus Cunha when it was still 2-2 with still a long amount of time to play we knew given the fact there were two var uh, checks for penalties that there was going to be a lot of time added on eventually we ended up playing what 102 minutes or something it was um you kind of go well did they kind of concede territory a bit too early there well I think that he's brought the extra midfielder player on so we can get some territory in that middle area of the pitch I think that he's brought him on um, to outnumber Fulham midfield um, but unfortunately it just didn't happen um, I think that um, the sub like I said he's hit or missing it the subs you're hoping that they're going to work but unfortunately that was one of them that didn't work for me um, I thought Sarabia was probably the one to bring on with the way that we were playing and the way we were knocking around, um, with what he can offer, especially on the back of what he did against Tottenham, uh, like scoring the goal and setting another one up. But um, look, <laughs> managers make the decisions and they're hoping that they come off and unfortunately, it's just one of those days where it hasn't come off and uh, he'll look at himself as well, Gary O'Neill, but he'll also say, like, be, he'll be upset about the result for me. He'll, he'll be upset... The manner of the the loss tonight, I think I don't think he he'd be happy with that, considering the way that we have been playing and and we've come here and we fancied our chances tonight, and we just haven't fulfilled that for me. Craig Dawson will be back available from suspension at Spurs. Any well, question for you that he goes straight back in? Goes straight back in for me, but unfortunately we lose the two central midfielders, don't we? Which is going to be a massive blow, especially against Arsenal down at the Emirates. So it's going to be. It's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a tough game, but yeah, 
He's got to come back in for me. So Santi Bueno drops out. Um, I don't think he did too badly. Really. No, he didn't. No, I'm, no disrespect for him, but I just think Dawson is the, the more established player for me in this side at the moment. Um, he didn't. I, I don't think he did much wrong tonight, but um, Dawson would come back in for me. So with the two suspended and obviously Joe Hodge being injured, that kind of leaves by the by the, the powers of subtraction that you have two midfielders left and that's Tommy Doyle and Bubakar Traore. Yeah, I guess, I guess they're playing then. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, look, <laughs> if somebody gets injured and or somebody is out of form, there's opportunities for everybody else and, and that's what they're going to have to do. If they're, if they're going to be playing for this club, uh, playing for this club in the Premier League, they've got to come in there and do a job and, and, the, and there's not going to be no tougher game than the game at the Emirates on, on the weekend. So, look, opportunity for them to show the manager what they can do, but they've got to go grasp it with both hands. Anything else that you would be tempted to change or tweak in the way they went about things? They were, they were playing Huang as the central man tonight with Cunha on the left and Belgar on the right. And I say Belgar makes a great contribution, Cunha scores, but did it work overall for you? <laughs> yeah, yes and no. So, look, it, it worked while we were attacking, but it's just that discipline defending. And, and look, so I think that he's put Wang out on that right-hand side when he's took Belgar off and brought Kalajic on um, because he's probably more disciplined than Belgar. He, he got caught out of position, ball-watching numerous times, uh, and they were a constant threat down the, the Fulham left-hand side. Um, so... I think that he's got to he's got to have a look at it, or he's got to work with him. Or look, I know it probably won not one of his strengths because we saw what his strength was, getting past a player and crossing the ball for somebody to score. But unfortunately, in the modern day game, you've got to be able to do both, and that's what he's got to be looking at at the weekend. He's, I think he'll have a talk with him and go through a few things with him, what he needs to be doing, because he does just switch off, and and again, you can't afford to do it against these, these teams. Uh, final question for you, I guess, because uh, there's uh, a few people mentioned the fact, obviously, Sarabia had such a moment against Spurs and then didn't get on the pitch today. Given the fact that we'll have a different type of midfield and given the fact that maybe one of the, the, the question marks you could ask over Wolves today is that they didn't keep the ball in the forward areas well enough to allow players to get up in support, is Sarabia a, a genuine option, do you feel, to maybe kind of shore up the midfield and provide that outlet for somebody to to get on the ball. Look, he's a player. He's, he's, a, he's a player, and he's, and like he's um, he's got a reputation of being a player. And I said that before he went and uh, scored the goal about like him not being uh, up to the level that he, he everybody was talking about. But there's no doubt about it. He's got ability, and he's he's a very good player. He, look, he's, he deserves an opportunity. He deserves a chance. Uh, to play, uh, and he shows you what he can do when he played against Tottenham. But he's got to he's got to do it more consistently for me. And again, it's going to be a battle at the weekend. Uh, is he going to suit that? I don't know. But he's going to have to be if he's going to if he's going to start. Controversial nights in a season of controversy already, overshadowing the fact that he Chen Wang's now two away from the double figures. Yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm sick of talking about VAR decisions and. It just seems that everything that goes to VAR goes against us at the minute, for whatever reason. And I was talking to somebody uh, before the game who, who who said like about you've had some bad decisions against you. And I went, yeah, 
<laughs> he said, has somebody upset so, some, has, has somebody upset somebody? I went, I ain't got a clue. But it's just questionable, isn't it? Some of the decisions that have gone through and what's happened. Oh, look, don't get me wrong. I think we've caused our own problems tonight with the way that we've gone about it. But we expect the right decision to be made. And I think that first penalty for me, he's got a minimal touch on it. Mm. Second one, I can understand it. Oh, if it was on the other end, I'd want it. But it, the first one, I've just got an inkling. But for him not to look at the screen and the angle, what they were showing everybody on it, I don't think it was right. I think it's the procedure of the yeah. second one that's yeah. frustrating because yeah. that didn't happen no. in the other way. But hey-ho, it's yeah. Arsenal on Saturday. I'm sure that'll be quiet. Uh, we'll be there <laughs> as ever. Uh, let's hope uh, we're getting some decisions that start balancing themselves out. No chance. As we keep no being chance. told will happen. Well, well, Santa's coming soon, mate. We could, uh, <laughs> you could ask, we could all ask for one of them. You got, write your letter, mate. Get your letter in the post. It's already been done. Don't you worry. I love Christmas. You know that. Uh, right. Thank you very much, Annie Thompson, for your pleasure. company as ever. Uh, Say, so make sure you join us for that game. On Saturday afternoon, match day live on the air, 45 minutes before kickoff, building up to all of the action. Uh, don't forget, of course, if you've been listening to a Wolves Weekly Match Day Live Extra, that Wolves Express is out on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And Wolves Weekly, the regular edition, will be out on Thursday this week with a very special interview on the way for you. Join us for that. Wolves Weekly Match Day Live Extra, brought to you by MyDieselClaim.com. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs>